listening to Nerds on Film with Brian Moriarty, Sarah Ashley, Sean Moriarty, and Roxy Noberry. So honestly, this holiday season, I'm looking forward to seeing um, Krampus? Oh, Krampus. Yes. Krampus, Krampus, Krampus. Oh yes, that Krampus. very wonderful, heartwarming <laughs> film coming out. About the anti-Santa Claus murdering a family. I'm actually, I'm excited for that. Oh, no, no, I'm excited for it, but Jesus, Roxy. I know, right? (laughs) God, I want happiness and cheeriness. Krampus. That screams family entertainment. And then after you watch that, then you can watch Black Christmas. Oh, yeah. Then after you watch that. Oh, God. Black Christmas? Is that Medea Goes to Christmas? (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. I fucking knew you were going to say that, In all seriousness, then you can watch Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, shit. Parts one, two, three. (sighs) Skip four. Go to five all right everybody we're getting into that festive holiday season now where people take out lines of credit that they'll use their children's college money to pay off later so the fucking grinch happened (laughs) (laughs) fucking grinch and on that note ladies and gentlemen welcome to nerds on film i'm brian moriarty i'm sarah ashley i'm roxino berry i'm sean moriarty and i apologize and joining us again in the nerd cave is Nerdonomy co-founder, Nerds on Film co-founder, uh, my friend, kind of my roommate, too. Occasional closet dweller. Uh, closet dweller. Uh, <laughs> Dave McGuire. Yay! Papa, Papa D. P. Diddy. Cut the roommate He's my friend. Kind of roommate. The guy we slide TV trays into in the closet. A couple things wrong with that. One, first of all, I want to acknowledge that that Sarah actually called me Papa D. So she said she never would. So. Second of all, kind of my roommate. I'm I'm coming down from the wine. Sorry. (laughs) Kind of. Are you like not there? Like what? What do you mean, kind of? Like who's been in that room? He's been writing fake checks for rent this whole time. (laughs) Oh my god! The IRS is gonna be so pissed. Your money's been coming from the Bank of Zimbabwe. (laughs) You said he was a prince. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Wait. 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 Roommate question: Who's the better chef? We actually Ooh. haven't cooked for each other in a while. What? Yeah. Why? Okay, well, okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. Who gives the best handies? Ah! I want to know. Hypothetically speaking, of course. <laughs> no, I mean for realsies speaking, because don't act like you don't do that in the living room. Yeah. It's uh, not Dave. It can't be Dave, because he looks like he's been chopping wood lately and has calluses. <laughs> <laughs> he's well, so, he has been doing so a lot of weightlifting, so. <laughs> I have been doing a lot of late, uh, weightlifting, yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, of your sort of roommate? I mean of his balls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have an issue. Heavy. They're just like him. <laughs> they're I should huge. probably see a doctor about that. <laughs> no, they're just full of test. Your testosterone is just like really heavy. You have a Dave yeah. issue. <laughs> no, and yeah, Moriarty boys have a three to one ball to cock ratio. It's <laughs> Moriarty just boys, what is this? Peaky blinders? Jesus uh, no, but it's been very good <clears throat> handies that we've been giving each other. <laughs> hands Soft. with your homework, hands with your car. Have you guys decorated the apartment yet for Christmas? No, we haven't yet because uh, we're well because we're recording this in November. We're actually waiting for Thanksgiving. We're probably going to get a tree next week. Oh. Yeah, a real one or mm-hmm. a fake yeah. one? We're going to go for a real one. Yeah, uh, who's yeah. going to carry it to the car? We both are. You guys should do the rent-a-tree. <gasps> yeah! Rent-a-tree? Yeah, it's where you basically, you get a tree, and I think it stays in the end, like, Oh, it's in the potted, pot. basically. Yeah. yeah, it stays potted, and then somebody picks it up afterwards, and then they go plant it. Oh, how deliciously Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And eco-friendly. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, but Christmas trees are eco-neutral now. Like, that's not, it doesn't harm the environment now because they're so, they, they plant There's so many chemicals use, in them we now. Can always use more trees. Yeah, buddy. I think the Lord of the Rings proved that wrong. What if oh. the trees attack? No, Ents were on the good side. I asked myself uh, that question. But you know what? Seriously, though, you could turn them. We show up with a bucket of acorns and you can sweeten the pot. Speaking of acorns, didn't they eat that in the Grinch movie? <laughs> sure, why not? Wow. <laughs> trying to trying to reel it in. I yeah, really hey, that brings us to the topic you today. Know, we've, we've never really talked about Christmas specials. And we thought, well, we're really still a movie pro- podcast, so how do we make this work? Well, the Grinch has been both a TV special and a feature film. Mm-hmm. So we thought, bam, compare, contrast. You realize you've opened up a door now where next year you have to talk about the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> Which we've now seen, sadly. I've said it once, and I'll say it again. 
fuck life day. (laughs) (laughs) It's, there is so much wrong with that. So much wrong. And I went into that with an open mind saying, okay, I know it's going to be bad, but it can't be that bad. Mm -hmm. Guys, if you haven't seen it, it is that bad. Yeah. B. Arthur as a bartender singing a song about lonely people at Christmas at a bar. It doesn't mm. even make much sense. Wouldn't you will it probably, make probably, probably fall asleep. Wouldn't it make more sense if you just realized it was just a dream that Dorothy Spornak was having? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> she ate some bad cheesecake and <laughs> gave she her weird dreams. And, like, Blanche is just standing over going like, Dorothy, you were talking in your sleep. <laughs> I swear I heard the sound of a Wookiee from that Star Wars movie and Blanche goes, that was just my gentleman caller. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's what we're missing in our lives. That Golden should be Girls a fucking... Special. So last this time last year, or in Christmas time, I went... Sorry, did you go with the, the Golden Girls segue here? Um, I went and saw uh, an all like transgender version of the golden girls and they just nice. did like episodes and they just they did pep- the christmas episodes right no they peppered christmas into a lot of the episodes like Is it one in of the castro yeah in the castro and so I'm just thinking, like, we should write that. <laughs> it's yeah. like the Christmas special is just a weird dream well, that Dorothy had. Yeah, I was going to say that because uh, this year they're doing just the Christmas episodes. They've adapted those into a musical, and that's happening. Wow, that's this awesome. Year. They should do a Sean. Queen next time version. you're in here, like next time you're in town around Christmas time, like that needs to be on your docket list of like things to do. Yeah, the Bay Area's got some pretty cool stuff. Like we have the Stanford, so we're gonna they're doing Roman Holiday. They're, oh, they're no, sorry, that's not it. They're doing. Uh, shop around the corner, right on Christmas Eve. So that'll be kind of you cool. know what it's they should do. Life. They should do a drag queen trans whatever version of the Grinch. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love your actions. Hey guys, let's get the goddamn fucking episode. going on this. <laughs> so where does this all start? Well, it starts with uh, Doctor Seuss in 1957. Was he yes, a real indeed. doctor? No, he no. wasn't a real doctor. <laughs> However, his mother always wanted him to be a doctor. So when he decided to have a pen name when he was writing children's books, he put doctor in there to please his mom. Yes. His real name, of course, is David Geisel. Oh, so. Lois. Is that that Theodore Geisel. No, Theodore. Where did, Theodore. Theodore. Where did Seuss come from? Hmm. Oh, Seuss was his mother's maiden name. Really? So he made himself, he loved his mother. He was a mama's boy. He made his name Dr. Seuss. My mom wants me to to be a doctor. Her main name is Seuss. Dr. Seuss. All right, she won't call me for a while now. (laughs) (laughs) So let me say it again. Yeah, so of course his name is actually Theodore Geisel, Ted Geisel. But yes. Good. Yeah, all that is true. Boy, I wish I could just lie and say I'm a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. He actually wrote the How the Grinch Stole Christmas fairly quick. He wrote it within the span of a few months. Yeah, about it no, took him about well, three months to do it. And um, one of the uh, a little bit of the inspiration for it was he was looking in the mirror. It was like the day after Christmas, and he was looking in the mirror, and he was just kind of like observed himself, kind of having this like frown on his face, <laughs> and kind of wondering where. The magic of Christmas went in his soul. He was just kind of like, why don't I enjoy this as much? And I think it kind of like he kind of purposely drew it out. Sean? Also, the the whole idea of where the Grinch lived was also inspired by the fact that he had this huge estate that looked over uh, a part of L.A., and so he felt the same way, like he, that he was detached from all of them. Like those were the who's down in Whoville. Wow. Question. Was this the one where, like, he bet somebody that he'd only use, like, a few words? No, that was Green Eggs and Ham. Is that Okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense, though. Yeah. But this this book was um, actually the book that preceded The Cat in the Hat. Cool. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they, like, cousins, then? No. In the it, Grinch, in the Seuss universe? No. Seussiverse? No. But, <laughs> but don't worry, um, Universal's but it was, gonna make that. Yeah, it was after um, If I Ran the Circus and before uh, The Cat in the Hat. Oh my yep. god, I just imagined like a Blues Brothers version, but with like the Grinch and Cat in the Hat. Oh my god. <laughs> We're on a mission from God. <laughs> yeah. You uh, have to and, stop Christmas from that. I mean, suffice <laughs> to say, the story became very, very popular. And. 1957. 1957. And nine years later, Chuck Jones created the CBS 30 minute special for. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Now. Which is the And TV- how did Chuck Jones know Dr. Seuss? It's funny you bring that up. I, I think I know. Can I take a guess? Okay. Yeah. His cousin, Marvin Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin! <laughs> it's me, your cousin, 
Marvin, Marvin Jones. <laughs> How the hell are you? You know that new illustration you've been looking for? Well, look at this. And then he held the phone up to the paper and it was really awkward. Yeah. Um, so This is before both, FaceTime. Both Ted Geisel and Chuck Jones, uh, because they had studied illustration and film, one of the things they did for their part in the war effort is they, they did military movies. They did military training movies. So they, they helped illustrate those together during and World War II. This just, is what a German just, looks it, like. Okay, but not just any military training video. They did Private Snafu, which if you ever have an opportunity to watch those, they are not appropriate for children. Um, I saw them, I watched it when I was in high school. My dad actually found it on DVD. And um, it's really funny, very violent, and definitely made for like early 20-somethings who are fighting the war you know there's like images of pinup girls and like huh. boobies and stuff like that but like private snafu himself kind of has like a sort of early bugs bunny kind of almost El- elmer fuddish type look to him um it's it's actually like he walks like he has like the like the forward posture that bugs bunny like early bugs bunny does very, but very like quiet but he he has like big ears and a big nose and stuff i'm like that. hunting right. germans yeah nah. so clearly those were things that jones would apply to his characters once he had gotten hold of the Looney tunes characters um so that being said i think actually he even drew so obviously when jones was making the movie he drew heavy inspiration from Seuss's own illustrations. Yeah. With his, with a couple of slight variations. Yeah, I mean, the Grinch doesn't... Like, he definitely made his face far more expressive. And also looks a little bit like Chuck Jones, too. Like, I think he actually drives it off yeah. of his own... He put his own face into it a little I mean, more. and a lot of... You'll notice a lot of artists tend to do that. A lot of animators tend to do that. As they'll, they'll, they'll watch, tend to draw... The, they'll like, watch themselves. Exactly, in the um, mirror, yeah. But I will say, um, you know, if you go back and you look at the original book, it's only in black and white and red. So yep. Chuck Jones actually made the Grinch the iconic green. He was not green yeah. before. I mean, yes, it was his call, but I think because he had collaborated with Geisel, I'm almost sure that that was a mutual decision that was. Oh, I'm sure. That was. Agreed I'm sure, upon. but this was the first time that we see him in this iconic green color. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Because so that all probably also has to do with just like you know, it would cost more to put more color on pages, and they were selling children's books, so oh, probably. they cut costs where they could and only had a few colors. Yeah. Or. Or maybe Chuck Jones saw the same article about red and green being really hard colors to look at that Wes Craven saw when he was thinking yeah, of the red and green maybe, sweater for maybe. Freddy Krueger. Can you imagine, like, the, All right. Call like, back. Yes. So, like the meeting, they're like, hey, uh, guys, we love the book. It's great. There's a lot of kids out there who are actually colorblind to the color red, so... <laughs> Are you sure you want to do this? Yeah, you fucking make a red. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I will also say that um, in the book, uh, the Grinch's eyes are actually red. Oh. Yep. And then in the TV yellow. special, they the make yellow. them yellow. Yeah. Wow, that doesn't make it yellow any better. Yellow with red uh, irises. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's slightly terrifying. Boy, he's green and has yellow eyes. Man, if you are a Green Lantern fan, you are fucking going nuts. <laughs> and very confused. Like, <laughs> yeah. wait. Why so, are they together? So your eyes represent fear, but your fur represents power of will uh what yeah uh anyway so (laughs) and actually as it turns out the special was got only got mixed reviews when it came out it was the critics didn't really like it all that much but the kids loved it and within a short period of time became a classic it was rerun several times and it also spawned two other grinch specials one was a halloween one that was Mm -hmm. done on abc in the 70s and then another one where it was called grinch grinch is the cat in the hat uh, and that was, I think, in the early 80s. And that was also an ABC special. You sure that's not a porn? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's going to make the kids go screaming? What? A fucking crossover! <laughs> uh, and the um, other one was a Grinch. Did I say it was a Halloween special mm-hmm. already? Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, so basically the Grinch goes out and scares the Who's oh. on Halloween. It's a prequel to How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So, I think by like the time, like if that's the first one, when they get to How the Grinch Stole Christmas, they're like... Why do we still put up with this shit? Like, what, can't we just like you know, kill him collectively? Yeah. And I mean, eat his no, body no, 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 Dave. Christmas because feast? if you go with the storyline from the movie, you're like, we gotta fucking string up Cindy Lou Who. It was oh that God. bitch's fault. He was fine up there on the mountain, but then this little blonde cunt had to drag him down here. Wow! Wow! wow. So, moving right along. I think this is the first time that Nerds on Film is going to have a bleep. Um, I've, Never. We've said it before. Um, oh, oh, okay. I, I also, let's, I mean, so one cool thing about the special is that, you know, yes, 
he derived a lot of the imagery, Chuck Jones derived a lot of the imagery from the book, but also, I mean, word for word, it is the book. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, Boris Karloff narrates yes. essentially the book and does the voice of the Grinch. Yes, but he does not, however, do the song. That's, Some people think that it's him. It's this Raven, or Thurgood Ravenscroft. Thurl Ravenscroft, yeah. Thurl, yeah. That's uh, a great name. Yeah, who is also the voice of Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Cindy Lou Who. Jane Foray, yeah. Yeah, Jane Foray, who was also the voice of Rocky the Squirrel and Natasha and like several other characters. She's like a legend in the voice acting community and was and did not get credit for Yeah, being what Cindy the fuck? Lou. Who was making the credits for that show? Uh, somebody who was drunk and clearly forgetful. <laughs> oh well well I can relate to Yeah, that. like us. <laughs> Those people are dicks. Oh, I have to look in the mirror. <laughs> right. Uh it's true because I was reading through the book earlier today just for extra research and I thought I was going through so quickly because it is as it is essentially it is mm-hmm. there is no difference between yep. what you hear. The only difference really is the song. That's mm-hmm. it. The song and the Bahu Forest song. Yeah. Like the, that's the only additions mm-hmm. that were added to the special. So I just want to say that that version of the Grinch is really special to me because when I was in fifth grade, we did a Grinch, How the Grinch Stole Christmas school play. Oh my God, were you the Grinch? I was the Grinch who stole Christmas. Of course you were. I was covered in green paint. Oh my God. And I remember distinctly taking a fake Christmas tree and throwing it up a, a, a chimney. Oh wow. It was adorbs. Look at Sean's uh, face right now. <laughs> You know you. It's you beautiful. Know, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's, beautiful. it's fucking great. You, know, you look at me and be like that kid. Look at that kid. He's got a good fucking. Look at that face. fucking kid. You He's fucking up lights? there. Look at him. He's fucking up oh, there God, suffering no. in that fucking green paint. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? You're sitting here next to me. You didn't want to be part of the pageant. Fuck you. That's an Italian talking to their own son. Oh my god. <laughs> Twenty k. Uh, think about that the next camp. time you go Sean. to Buca de Beppo's America. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Drunk uncle, everybody. <laughs> Every single Italian male is. is exactly like Jake LaMotta from Raging Bull. You never got me down, Ray. You never knocked me down. <laughs> Sean is so far gone at this point. You're yeah. a that mean was, one. That was, that was my anecdote. You're so. a mean one. So, Sean Moe. <laughs> I get it. I get it. If you had a choice between me and a seasick crocodile, you'd pick the fucking seasick crocodile. <laughs> Feed you to the seasick crocodile. <laughs> Probably. Holy shit, that's dark. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. No, I was just reading a review of the newest Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Bad, I'm Sean. Sorry. Bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can we just turn his mic off? <laughs> no, because Seriously? he is actually chiming in with valuable information. But then he's bookending it with racist it's humor. It's what he does. Yep. Oh, it's his color charm. me shocked at this happening on the yes. show. I am oxygen laced with mustard gas. That is my <laughs> role. So, anyways, the Chuck Jones was loved by all. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's interesting. like so. and interestingly enough, it's like it's top networks all over the place, and now like a few select networks do have uh, permission to air it a few times a year. But now it's a TNT. St- TNT, so. yeah. But ABC got the rights back, and then ABC lost the rights to NBC. Right. And NBC shows it twice a year in December, and that's it. I think TNT tends to go off the rails, and they show it all right. the goddamn time. Because they're like, <laughs> you know and I what think- people like? A lot of shit of the same thing thrown mm-hmm. at them. Well, also, I think CBS has gotten the rights back a couple times, too. Sure. Because sure. CBS, I mean, networks was... networks are we talking about? A lot. Why? But a lot yeah. of them also, they, like, own each other, so... Oh. Right. Like, I mean, CBS also, ha- they've had the rights to the Rankin-Bass well, specials it... for decades, and they will have them, I think, until wait, wait, the wait. end of time. Hold up. Rankin-Bass? Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the claymation Santa Claus stuff. is coming to town. And also the I'm Mr. Heat Miser... <laughs> I'm Mr. Fire Island or whatever. <laughs> you feel like, I'm Mr. Snow. Sing, sing. <laughs> sing the song. Sing. <laughs> Talk about your and cold you... shoulder. <laughs> oh my God, Arnold Schwarzenegger is the Grinch. <laughs> I must find some way to stop Christmas from coming. But how? Well, Max, get to the mountain. Max, get out. <laughs> God damn it. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> Can I say that I think Max is probably my favorite character just because he I does. like the, the duck with the poor little antler the on it? Yeah, he is the best. He is the best sweatshop so worker in all of holiday films. <laughs> so I know that we're singing praise for the original cartoon in the book, which I think is appropriate. Can we now shit on the 2000 movie? Okay. No, no, no. Wait, wait a second. Wait. wait. Whoa. Let's. Okay. We don't need to shit on it. 
there are good, good parts. parts. Looking sharp yeah. accidentally. There are some good parts, <laughs> but it didn't. So it's hard because you have a story. <laughs> Dang. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Rent's going to be late this month. <laughs> I see 30 days in your future. <laughs> no. Um, Dave, you did the same thing I did to him when during his graduation speech. <laughs> uh. I wasn't snoring at you. I was snoring at the movie. Yeah, no, it, and <clears throat> I actually fell asleep during the movie today too. When I was really? Watching it. I did. Yeah. To be I fair, did. he was also like bundled up and like on the couch. It was so cold it, yeah, this it was... morning. So cold this morning. I talked to mid. Going on. Shut yeah. the fuck up. You don't know what cold is. I'm in Colorado for fuck's sake. <laughs> Sean, it was like 40 degrees this morning. I'm not even kidding. Uh, you know who you're. Know who you're around when you say shit yeah. like that. It's like when you're when you're around a Holocaust survivor and you're like, oh my god, I haven't eaten in like three hours. <laughs> you realize you're a dick. God, no, we're California cold. That's really cold for us. Okay. Oh, burr. Yeah. Considering a couple weeks ago is in the 70s and the 80s. Yeah, that's that's a drastic. Like, anything change. below 85, and I'm like, fuck this. The problem when you, when you try to adapt. A book that is only twenty pages yeah. into a ninety-minute movie, right? Is that well? First of all, you have a story that's already perfect. Like, there's no need to expand it. Yeah, I, I mean, okay. One thing that I did appreciate about this movie is I liked. I mean, to to use a nerdy term, I like the world building of it. Yeah, sure. Um, and yeah. I think. I think visually it was great. Oh yeah, the makeup's great. The, the makeup was was amazing. The set design was amazing. I feel like they actually really captured the spirit. It maybe could have been a little bit brighter. Yeah. In um, I feel like that it kind of had like a weird mist over it. That um, it did, didn't it? That I mean, I maybe it was trying to be more wintry, but I felt like it just kind of it made like it every more shot sleepy. They had the lights off. It was It was the Grinch as a telenovela. <laughs> <laughs> or a film noir. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I do agree. The production design by Bo Welch was amazing in it. And so much so that that's why they had him direct The Cat in the Hat later, because he was able to take that overall look of the film and bring it over to... Essentially, yeah, just I'm, recreate that. Yes, like, he's I've, made that one into an instant classic, has he not? <laughs> yeah, it was I mean, his first time directing, and I think it was also his last. Like, I feel like the directing. look really captured Doctor Seuss. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, no, it absolutely did. The prosthesis was yeah was amazing. Which side note, uh, Jim Carrey actually had to have a Navy SEAL train him on torture yeah. techniques. <gasps> Because, because he was the in the chair for tw- two and a half hours. He had to wear the contacts. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was for the entire process of him being inside of it. Because those wow. were effectively like almost full eyeball contacts. Yeah, yeah they, his like, entire they, body They made it very hard gone. for him to see. Yeah. For a fucking Christmas movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Wow. And so, you know what? Jim Carrey, I think, was great in that movie. Yeah. And yeah. I, I blame the editor for some of the more cheesy moments because you know he took like three or four takes with different versions of shit. There had to be better shit. Yeah. Um, that's one part I really like about it, though, is Jim Carrey really sold it. And Jim Carrey and the chemistry with the girl that played Cindy Taylor who, was really, really good, too. Well, there's a line that he has, and I, I've actually stolen it. And when I, when I say it, people just think it's creepy. But <laughs> the line is, well, if I move myself loathing to nine, that will still give me time to get into bed and stare at the ceiling and slip slowly into madness. That's my yes. favorite yeah. sequence. So I, I'm so, who are you right. saying that to? He's <laughs> just like a random conversation at a wine bar. And he's like, he's hey, saying what's going that on? to the person he talks to for the most part, Dave, himself. I, I only use the <laughs> <laughs> I, I only use the back half of the line. Okay, I, I was just like, loathing to nine o'clock. That, but, that person you're but sitting But I with. usually say, well, that'll give me plenty of time to, to you know, go to bed, stare at the ceiling, and slip slowly into madness. And most people are just like, wow, that was dark. <laughs> they don't think they don't know what I'm talking about. I actually really, one of my favorite parts of this is I actually really liked Jim Carrey's rendition of the Grinch yeah. like yeah. the song he's the a good singer he's so actually good. a really good singer yeah and I mean and he played with the voices and you could tell he just had a lot of fun with it yep yep and, you and got spiders in your smile. <laughs> termites? Termites. 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 Yes. Sorry. Fuck. Uh, you got garlic in your soul. And soul? Termites. No, they say soul like 14 times yeah. in that yeah. song. Brian, Brian and I were watching it this morning and we were thinking like, you know, who could have, like, if Jim Carrey wasn't in the running, like, who could have replaced him? Robin I feel Williams. Like nobody. Been nobody no. who could actually embody it the way that Maybe Mike Myers, but he had the Robin Williams. Anyway. 
I mean, oh, I thought of Robin Williams too. Robin Williams, actually, Robin Williams, yeah. Maybe I because think that song. Yeah, when I listened to, to that song, it. it sounded exactly the way that Robin Williams sang "You Ain't Never Had a Friend Like Me" from yeah. Aladdin. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they would have just had to like spray paint. You know, I just, Robin Williams. I mean, just I, mean I, I feel like actually Robin Williams may have been a little erratic, but mm. I mean, not to oh, say that. Oh, Jim Carrey, not erratic at all. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I know he had his moments, but like, <laughs> but there were like parts where I feel like it was a little bit more toned down, or like it made sense. My like some of my favorite parts with this, and mind you, okay, this is I haven't seen this movie in a long, long time because this and kid, why this kid I used to babysit in high school <laughs> made me told watch the story a lot, made me watch three movies over and over again. Oh God, Shrek, Ugh. the first Harry Potter, and this movie. Ooh. The and Grinch if you remake. can guess where are the bottom three movies on her watch list, uh huh. <laughs> or if, she can, if you can guess where the body of this child is now, you also <laughs> no. What's no, totally <laughs> scary is that this kid is now in high school, and I'm, that makes me feel really old. Speaking of kids now being older, whatever you do before you watch The Grinch, don't look at what Cindy Lou Who looks like now because yeah. she yeah. is fucking hot. Taylor Momsen, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's very, 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 very sexy, and it's bad. Because it's a children's movie, don't think about it. She was also like five when that movie was Can I filmed. mention six? I think another six, one of the best you. parts of this movie was some of the casting. I wouldn't say all the casting, but some of the casting. Yes, obviously, Jim Carrey was good. I think Christine Baranski is great. Oh my god, the part with her does. in the machine gun full of uh, the lights. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I think she's just really good at anything she does. I like does. Molly Shannon. But do you guys know who played Cindy Lou's dad? Bill Irwin? Well, oh, I know you yeah. would know. Mm-hmm. Bill Irwin, who is. Uh, we we like to call him Dollar Store Rick Moranis. No. <laughs> that is so unfair. No, B- Bill Irwin is, he's done, gr- so he's an actor and he's a clown. And he's actually contributed and, and added to the American circus. And he's actually added to the clown craft. Oh. So that's why he's doing all that physical that's stuff. Cool. Yeah, but he, he acted too clowny, I thought. Didn't he wear a fucking punch bowl on his head? He wore an eggnog bowl in his I head. I thought he yeah. was way over the top. Uh, and I'm, we're talking about a movie he, that has Jim Carrey in it, and I thought he was way over the top. But he brought, yeah. obviously, his clown work into the film, and I thought yeah. that the way they were able to work it into the character. Well, Brian, you know who else brought their clown work into the, into their other side job? Was John Gacy. Okay, so let's not, <gasps> yes. let's not compare things. Dang. Wow. <laughs> I feel like you and Sean are Thank you, Dave, for leaving the out the Wayne to respect the Western film's greatest hero. I feel like we're doing two different shows here right now. I'm like, sorry. It's like I'm sorry. Sean just, Sean's Sean... just going for shock value, basically. I, and I'm yeah. just trying to get people to like me. Um, <laughs> witness me! <laughs> so what I was trying to say before um, was that I think some of my favorite parts of this movie, again, not having seen this movie in a long time, um, I really liked when um, the when Jim Carrey and Taylor Momsen did that scene that was like lifted from the book where Sidney yeah. who wakes up and catches him mm. and he's like talking behind the tree and he's yep. acting with just his arms. Yeah. And he's doing it in like such a perfect Jim Carrey way that also then totally incorporates the Grinch that you know from the Chuck Jones special yeah. and it just the movement was so smart. And I also feel like the first time that Cindy Lou who goes face to face with um, Jim Carrey up at, at Mount Crumpet in the cave, same thing. Totally. Like part of it, yes, is very Jim Carrey, especially the part where he's kind of like going back and forth with the camera, like the, <laughs> like that's very Jim Carrey. Trying to scare her. Yeah. yeah but like with there's the a, shirt. I'm a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's like ripping the shirt off. Before <laughs> <laughs> I kill again. <laughs> <laughs> like some of that is very, very Jim Carrey, but then there's these other parts where just the movement that he does is very Grinch like. And yeah. so I felt like he did a great job. I agree. Yeah. And it was really impressive. Amazing now, job. Side note, did any of y'all catch when they were um doing the flashback to like the baby Grinch yeah. getting picked up by the ants or yes. whatever? And there's a fucking key party going on. Yes. <gasps> oh! I don't think that that was a key party the way you think of it. I think that that was because they were around that time when I saw that. Mm-hmm. I was going <laughs> to parties at people's houses who will remain nameless because I was in high school where you would put your keys in a bowl like that because you weren't going to drive. Because okay. you were going to be drinking. I'm totally willing to bet it was a nod to a 1970s key party mm-hmm. where it was like... I'm going to go with Sarah the because they make a joke of like the babies coming from the sky and one of them goes like, oh, it looks like your boss. Yeah, and it's yeah like, that was hilarious. 
That's yeah. a key party joke then. Huh? Well, so yeah, I think I think them all of them dropping their keys in the bowl was a key party joke. Yeah. I'm just trying to preserve the fucking childhood mysticism. Okay, fuck have, that. No, they were fucking each other. Yeah, you know? no, I have to everybody this, was right? fucking. So key party is when a couple would go to you a party with a bunch of other couples. No. But they would go to a party with a bunch of other couples, and then they would drop their keys in the bowl. And then the men would go into the bowl, pull out a set of keys, and then whatever wife or girlfriend was associated with that pair of keys, they go fuck no, them. No, it was the other a way really around. A really good Sarah. example of that is the movie wow. The Ice Sarah. Storm. Sarah, um, was the other way around where you dropped the keys and then yeah. the ladies would pick the keys out? I the thought it was the other I think they, they would take turns. No, some, it doesn't matter. Okay. The point is, people fuck people who it was, did not marry them. It was a device <laughs> for wife swapping. Everybody in the party knows each other and they all have consent to do it. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was like it was a like a Tupperware party minus the Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> It was all. It was all just a bunch of swinging and wife swapping. Yeah. Is what was going the on? The movie, The Ice Storm. Um, it has uh, Judy. McGuire. What's her face? Uh, oh, uh, Kevin Klein in it. Sigourney and, Weaver. Um, who else? Sigourney Weaver's in it. Tobey um, Maguire's in yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Ang Lee directed uh, it. Ang Lee directed it. Yeah. Huge scene in that movie. It's actually a huge plot point. Um, involves a key party. So yeah. There is one thing that we all need to talk about when it comes to why The Grinch as a movie failed horribly. Because it turned think, the Who's into little fucking scumbags? No, because the Who's were already scumbags because look at them. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, guys, it's fine. Look at the they're way their nose people, are tilted okay. up like they're, they're better than everybody. <laughs> Fuck you, Who's. No. So, <laughs> there is a huge difference between the message of the book and the message of the movie by the time you get to the end yeah. of the yeah. movie. That's the one big problem I have is at the end of the movie... The Grinch steals all of Christmas, and then you have the mayor, played by Jeffrey Tambor, freaking out and screaming, you know, bring the Grinch, ruin Christmas! And and everybody is distraught and horrified. Well, in the original one, they all start singing yeah. after the Grinch stole everything, yeah. before he even comes back, because the Grinch finds out Christmas wasn't about all the gifts and the boxes and bags. It was about the spirit of it and being with each other and being with family. At the end of the movie... They clearly, like, didn't edit it or didn't write it properly where they have... Everybody's only happy once the Grinch comes back with all the gifts. It was like it was like that they had placed more emphasis on the consumerism yeah. than, than well, the original and the original intent. I do agree with that to a, to a point. Yes, I do agree the movie's far more focused on commercialism than... Uh, than the original one was. I mean, I think the original one was also a statement about commercialism, too, but... I will say, though, that there is that scene where Sunilu's dad stands up to the mayor and does kind of shame him for being materialistic and being being a, a dick, basically. And I feel like there's a... You don't see it, but you hear it. You hear them singing the Bahu Forest song as Sunilu is climbing the mountain. I could be wrong. I may have I may have misinterpreted. You may have just thought that in your fucked up Christmas head, Brian, because we all know <laughs> you are Christmas. <laughs> Christmas has its hold on you as we speak. We already and it's agreed not that even Thanksgiving. Brian is the Clark Griswold of Neuronomy. <laughs> yep. We're going to be the hap, hap, happiest. <laughs> <laughs> and you are definitely, definitely the Randy Quaid. <laughs> the cousin Eddie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> surprised, Eddie? If I woke up with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be surprised as I am right now. <laughs> yep. Sarah. I would say that... When you, when you look at the, the remake, it's the minority of people who really, uh, minority of the Who's who appreciate Christmas for what it for what it's supposed to be and yeah. not, the, not the presents. Because, yes, the turning point in the original is that him hearing the Who's singing. And in the, in the remake, it's Cindy Lou Who, for whatever reason, like going from not understanding her the possibility of her own demise on top of that sled to then all of a sudden acknowledging it and being like yeah you did it and she was at no point scared that she was going to die she was, she was just having fun the entire time i know she's just like, she's like this is a fun ride she's like sitting See? on top of the sled like that's when you got to look at the dog if the dog looks scared you got to be scared right. <laughs> but like but like you know he's but like you know the grinch was starting to have the realization already as like the sled's about to go off the cliff and then he <laughs> He's like, oh, my God, no, I got to save these presents. And then he's like, OK, now I'm going to let the presents go because, you know what? They're just presents. And that's not really the point of Christmas anyway. And then he sees Cindy mm. Lou Who on top and she's like, you were good all along. And then he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to save you. And then he saves her and she's like, yeah, you did it. And you're like, 
you were about to die. <laughs> Where at the point was the mortal fear in your eyes? Not there at all. She's nope. Cindy Lou Who. She doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> she only gives a fuck if Christmas dies. Uh, they yeah. had to make a 90-minute movie, and so they probably cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> so like a big like internal monologue yeah, so, that she has. Yeah, so I guess, I mean, there there was that moment the night that he must have heard them singing where he kind of like was like, oh, shit, no, I need to save the sled. Yeah, because he has, without that moment of hearing them sing it, he doesn't have the moment where his heart becomes three sizes. Yeah. Uh, and then he gains sizes. the strength of 12 Grinches. Yeah, exactly. but if he takes Cialis, he should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to your doctor. Now, I find myself torn here, though, because like at Natalie the same time... Torn? At, no, at the same time, I... <laughs> at the same time, I, I wanted it to have the same message as the original special. Yeah. yeah. But maybe Ron Howard decided that maybe it should be more realistic. And, like... You know, yeah, like, the Grinch honestly, should be realistic. People need the fuck, and and there's a part where the Grinch even talks about that. The gifts, the gifts, gifts, <laughs> where he gets so pissed off, and that that part was really real too. It's like uh, Christmas has become this commercialized, gigantic fucking marketing ploy at this point. Maybe he wanted to update it for to a certain degree because i mean back when that came out in the 60s we were still in the i have a white picket fence and a dog and three and a half kids or whatever sean if you could see brian right now like the amount of tinsel coming out of his head is astounding (laughs) no no what i was gonna say is that i i see your point um christmas has become over commercialized but i also think that that's something society has been warring with for 900 years like i'm not kidding it goes back all the way to francis of assisi he the reason why we have a nativity scene is because he was protesting the over-commercialization of Christmas. And he lived in the 13th century. So you got to still have the Christmas spirit be the winner at the end. And that's not what happened in the movie. That's only what happened in the special. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, I, <laughs> like she's like, I want to disagree. <laughs> I, mean, I think for me, the, the Grinch is the last movie. It's the it's on the very bottom. Like the, the Chuck Jones one is always at the top, the... Ron Howard's one is always at the bottom of my watch list for mm. Christmas viewing just because the original does so much a does a such a better job of getting the point across. Yep. And True. honestly, I got a lot of specials to watch. Like thirty minutes is all yeah. is a really great way of just getting it all so I ain't got, succinctly. I ain't got time for ninety minutes. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. And they had time for twenty five minutes though. I gotta watch Christmas Vacation. I gotta watch Ernest Saves Christmas. I gotta watch It's a Wonderful Life. I'm excited. I'm gonna be able to see this process happen. You're gonna have like four screens up and just like I gotta I gotta watch Scrooge. He's gonna be yeah. He's gonna look like Tank from fucking The Matrix with just like seven screens. I'll be be sitting there with my pupils dilated, drinking a big mug of eggnog. (laughs) Anyway, the movie doesn't convey the Christmas spirit as well as the original did, but the the movie definitely gets more into the Grinch as a person. The background story I really enjoyed and made more sense. Do you believe the backstory? Okay, I do believe the backstory, but I don't think we've touched on this yet. Baby Grinch is one of the creepiest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Like, I was watching it last night, and Katie looks at me, and she's like, why do you look like the way you looked when we watched The Conjuring? And I'm like, because look at that fucking baby. (laughs) That fucking baby is here to take my soul. (laughs) Yeah, the the, baby was cute. The animatronic made me... You thought it was cute? It reminded me of, like, that squid baby from Men in Black. Uh, Yes. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The eyes were really, really big. No, it reminded me of the baby from uh, Dinosaurs. Oh, they probably just found it in the back lot. They're like, "You'll just paint this green." <laughs> <laughs> the baby from dinosaurs was also a dick. So that's like, <laughs> baby, I think. I think my biggest problem though was it was that what I didn't believe about the whole backstory was that like, I get the kids can be cruel, but like he has some tissue on his face and they're like oh fucking freak and no, it's just it's like because he shaved he tried to shave yeah but that's what i'm saying is because they were like look at that hack job like that's like the line well, that, no like, david 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 let me explain this for you let me explain it to you let me explain it to you it wasn't necessarily that that was a way to convey that no matter what he did to change himself to make everybody like him more they were going to make fun of him really hard and deep down inside when he shaved his beard he thought he would be accepted more and once that didn't happen to have those high expectations of he's going to be accepted more and then to have everybody make fun of him completely destroyed him to the point that he climbed to a top of a fucking mountain where they dumped the trash and that's where he lives you can't believe that david it's a metaphor for high school. 
Yeah, um, thank you. you. Got, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I mean, I kind <laughs> as we talk about this, Sean's heart grows. But like, sizes. but like, <laughs> right? and Never. the part is that you can't forget that like it can't be. It's not completely out of nowhere that he would get that pissed off and then go run away because oh, yeah. because that part where like even his umbrella is coming down and it bumps yeah. into another kid's umbrella and he giggles exactly. at it and he's like Meh. Yeah. and then like and then I he like then he eats the Santa plate. <laughs> yep. Dave, if there's something you want to get upset about, it's that Christine Baranski is still obsessed with a dude that he, she hasn't seen since they were both eight years old. If yeah. there's something to get pissed yeah. off about, it's that. It's like when he's throwing the Christmas tree and, she's, and they're all like, the barbarianism, the money. He's like, the, the muscles. muscles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she definitely wanted the D. She's like, did I have a crush on the Grinch? Well, not really. <laughs> I, I didn't ask you. I, I, yeah. oh, <laughs> way, um, the kid. Actually, the person that played... Uh, the the little Grinch as yeah. eight eight year old Grinch. He was great. Was actually a little person yeah. who yeah. passed away the year after that movie was made. Oh, no he kidding, was nineteen really? when the movie was made, and twenty when he passed away. Oh. Yeah, he um, he also. So I would like to dedicate this episode to him. Oh, it's the also... little things that matter. Oh my God, Sean! Wackity I think that's like your Ag best bar. one. Ag-bar. That's like the, no, that was that was bad. But also, um, but also that uh, <laughs> that guy was also on Passions. Yeah, the the witchcraft. Yeah, so so popular. Passions. He was on Passions. Yeah. I will God, admit yeah. to watching that between like 2003 and 2005. He was on that show. Yeah, that was it. Oh, no, he was. He You're looking at that moment. She's no, like, no, she had no, a no, moment no. of clarity. Not during the year that you were watching it, because the movie came out in 2000, and he died shortly oh, after okay. the movie was made. <laughs> math! I hate math. Yeah, we all do. Um, <laughs> I mean, I didn't walk away, like, hating the movie. I just walked away going, like, meh, it's all right. I will say, though, the one thing it did do is it did it did spawn a stage musical. Based on the movie. <gasps> yep. It did. They, they did, yeah. Back so. when, like, everything that was, like, kids-related, everyone was like, we mildly enjoy this. They're like, fucking add it to music, Shrek. The Shrek musical was pretty good, though. I remember I got a CD from from a friend, Victoria. Oh, yeah, and I remember hey. listening to it. And, like, the first thing that popped in my mind was that it just reminded me a lot of, like, Spamalot. <laughs> because, like, there was, like, it had that kind of similar feel to it. I like ah. to push right? that from my lot. <laughs> But uh, that's digressing too much. But yeah. Your face um, is digressing too much. But yes, The Grinch was a musical. Yeah. And it uh, has, it has like some limited tours that it does once a year. Well, so it's like many of the Christmas musicals that happen on Broadway. They're probably produced, but their run is from the day after Thanksgiving. It's no wicked. To mm-hmm. December 31st, usually. No, no, no. Sometimes they extend that to like January 3rd because people just, like you, Brian, just can't let go of that Christmas spirit. Well, we didn't put our Most Christmas tree until February. Most of them don't do that. And it's happened with A Christmas Story, which is also now a musical. It's oh happened God. with, as we just said, The Grinch. It happened with Christmas Carol when they did that one. And now, you're right, now they, they tour. They, they are done in regional tours or in regional theater houses across the country and that's really the point is that people can stage this production which is a very obscure production and expensive production to put on yeah the grinch i would imagine for such a short run and you can literally rent these productions from the producers and is no one having an outcry that there's someone on stage in green face (laughs) uh get away with it in wicked and shrek Uh, where's that hashtag where have all the green people gone? Why isn't there a bad Santa musical already? <laughs> Come uh, on, jingle cause... bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to fuck this random girl in her butt. Oh, jingle bells. Because jing- there's anal sex in that movie. There's anal. I've still uh, never seen Bad Santa. Me neither. Uh, you should get on it because because there's a sequel and it's in it's in the works and oh it's coming to a theater near us. Like I need another reason to fucking see Billy Bob in a movie. Do you know that Billy Bob Thornton has a fear of antique furniture? What? That, that seems about he probably thing. thinks I think it's haunted. That's <laughs> true. He's got a like, like, he's got a fear of antique furniture and I forgot what movie it was but one of his co-stars mm-hmm. was like <laughs> It was like no joke, like moving like set pieces like behind him and like scenes and stuff like that to be like, hey, look wait, at this old wait, chair. Wait, wait, wait. So let's, let's, let me get this straight. He's willing to have a vial of his wife's blood hanging ex-wife. around his. Well, I know, ex wife now, but at the time when, when they were married, 
He was going to have a vial of his wife's blood <laughs> hanging around his neck. John. <laughs> and yet he's afraid of furniture that's more than 50 years old. <laughs> John's doing a sling blade John's doing ah. a sling blade. I reckon you better keep that armoire away from me because it's haunted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some French fried taters and Angelina Jolie's fucking butthole hairs so I can make a necklace. Sean, but keep that armoire Take a away screenshot. From me. Mm-hmm. Sean, take a screenshot of yourself with the the sling blade face. Seriously, do it right now. I'll do it with my phone and I'll send it oh, to you. Oh man! And also, did we spot Ron Howard's brother? <laughs> Yeah, oh, did we spot Ron uh, Howard's butthole? Did you spot Bryce Dallas Howard? <gasps> no. She is one of the who's. Mm-hmm. Is she? She's I think like, she's one of the teenagers, isn't she? No, she's just an anonymous who. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was I was joking around with Brian earlier because it was just sort of like, can you imagine like the meeting where they were like, hey, uh, so Ron, we, we love your work, Apollo 13, great, big fan. Um, but uh, you want to cast your brother in this movie? Like, really? You're they really? put him in every. He puts him in every. Oh, no, he puts him in everything. And you know what? He you puts know, his dad in it. But he sits too. there and has that conversation with the studio head. And guess what? He's the studio head. It's him and Brian Grazer. They're oh, the ones. It's imaginary entertainment. You know? yeah, yeah, they're the ones who are making these movies. They're the <laughs> you ones. You see, they're like, "Hey, Brian, I'm gonna put my brother in." Okay, great. You want to go cool. to lunch? Okay, great. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. what it is. Say hello to your mother for me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I will. Yeah, she's yeah. great. We were joking because if this had been made after A Beautiful Mind, we'd be like, "Oh, you have a problem with that." Hang on, have you have I have I showed you my friend Oscar? <laughs> yeah. Oh, have you met his cousin? Because really enough, his name's also Oscar. <laughs> it's weird that you. Because fit. before that, he would just say, "You know what? If you don't give me this movie, this guy's gonna kick your ass." And Henry Winkler in a leather jacket would appear <laughs> and, and rough people up because all he had was the Happy Days fucking thing to go off of. Dude, how cool would have been if Henry Winkler was in this movie? Oh. Who would he have he been? Would have made a I good think it would have been a good mayor. Yeah, yeah the mayor. Yeah, the mayor. So well, because, I mean, admittedly, I don't want to take that rule away from Jeffrey Tambor because I do love Jeffrey Tambor, yeah. but... Because Hollywood has a hard-on for reboots, this is likely in the bucket of probably going to be rebooted at some point in the Ew. world. I, yeah, not I by Ron Howard, though. No, not by Ron else, Howard. Yeah. Universal's going to be like, we want to build the, the, the Seussical universe, oh, starting with the Grinch. Did you guys not know that there's already a new an- digitally animated Grinch movie coming out in 2017 oh i did hear that yeah uh, yeah see well, told you take the universal CGI. tour the the lot tour you know on the mm-hmm. cars and whatever yeah you can see the original grinch uh studio like mm-hmm. the set yeah right yeah set yeah i would i feel like a computer animated version would play better than a live action version but that being yep. said it's still you don't need to expand the story this but, but but my point was is that if we were to reboot it who would be the voice, the voice? no well i mean let's Bang. say or the mocap the mocap, Andy Circus. <laughs> God no. Just have Andy Circus play. No, he play. He play, play, play Max. Actually, actually, <laughs> play Max. That'd be adorable. Actually, can I just say I think probably Andy Circus could probably do a pretty good job at the Grinch. No, he probably could. Yeah, Not absolutely. Bad. And he still won't get or recognized Doug for an Oscar. Doug Jones could make. Would probably play the the Grinch. Mm. Who? Doug Jones, uh, Abe Sapien. He was in he- uh, Hellboy, right? He- yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, who, that's who Abe Sapien is. He's oh, the sorry. Sapien. Guy. Sorry, I didn't realize. It. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not that. We're big mixing guy. up our people. I for the but for the voice. Mm. Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> oh my God. Mm. I love. He'd be, don't he'd be a very wrong. earnest version of the. Game. It would be a very earnest version. I I I I, I would say that I'm a Cumberbatch. It came but... without <laughs> packages, boxes, or bags. <laughs> Did you just call Cumberbitch? That's what they call themselves. They call themselves Cumberbiatches. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah. It's a thing. Cumberbeezies. Yeah. yeah. A person who's a fan of Benedict Cumberbatch is a Cumberbiatch. I'm a Cumberbiatch? Yeah. But I was oh, just saying, yeah, you are. I, I'm a fan of his, but I don't know if I would want, like, that's, I think that's a little too saturated with him. Like, I think it'd be too much. I'm going to throw a name out there. If we're talking just lending the voice talent to it. Wow. Pat Oswald. Roxy, hey <laughs> I know, Sean. Just Ooh, Pat Oswald as the Grinch would be amazing. That'd be right? Real, um, I don't and then know. make it R-rated, like we said, and then I can just go off and say horrible, horrible I th- things. I don't know. I kind of actually think his uh, voice might be a little too childish at times. Who's? Pat Oswalt. Just because oh, yeah. he's the size of a child doesn't make him a child. I'm I'm literally thinking about Ratatouille. Oh yeah. And like his H. Voice John just... Benjamin, Bob's Burgers. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Archer. Archer. <laughs> and Archer as the Grinch. Archer as the Grinch. You're naked because it's after Labor Day. <laughs> uh, hey Cindy. Uh... Oh my God. No. Um. Who's Who's the guy that does the voice of Um. 
guy does the voice of Bender and of, oh oh John of, DiMaggio yeah and he also, he also does yeah. um Jake on Adventure Time yep. yeah yeah actually, no he would make a good he would make a good great he would actually there's a great documentary called that you're that voice I know or, or I, know, I know I know, I know that, that voice, voice. voice. Yeah. oh I mean or just fucking Jim Cummings yeah, yeah. oh no no what come on why are you why? kidding me you know who should do it who Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> 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 think about it I love it that'd be awesome or if we just want to keep doing impressions it should just be Tom these fucking who's down in Whoville with the singing yes did you notice that Anthony Hopkins was yes. the one who narrated yes. the it was impossible to miss that it was if you, yeah if you didn't notice that you could be you stone deaf die. and notice it with Anthony you, Hopkins you, you know that he probably did that like during takes of like Red Dragon <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Fucking Hannibal. Do you, I want to hear the outtakes of where he's like, those who's down in Whoville had oh my no God. idea what was Oh my coming. God, you guys, what if Orson Welles was still alive? La <laughs> <laughs> oh French! The who's down in Whoville. The who's! <laughs> the who's down in Whoville didn't like Christmas a lot, but the Grinch <laughs> who lived above Whoville liked Christmas uh, no, no, is that the line? No, it's <laughs> <laughs> the line. The French. The who is so sure knows at a farm where they, they grew peas? Why are we? Why are we at the farm? <laughs> That's we why. haven't even what? given her a backstory yet. What was she to? Who touched her? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> No, that's Why can't we use Orson Welles' audio? Because he just stood and clapped for 35 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> All we have is just him applauding. That's why you should get the champagne from the Palma Sun Winery. Like the best champagne, it's fermented right into the bottle. <laughs> champagne the that makes your oh. wife look acceptable. We'll just pull him out every time and we'll just feed him the lines through an earpiece. Fucking Sean Connery. Why, for 53 years, I've been putting up with us now. I must <laughs> stop Christmas must from stop coming. Christmas. But how? Okay, no. I want Morgan Freeman narrating, <gasps> but Go Christopher on. Walken is the Grinch. Yes! All the Who's down in Whoville. Like, well, Sean, you should do Morgan Freeman, because I can do Christopher Walken. Give me some... Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, an excerpt from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. He got stuck only once for a minute or two. Then he stuck his head out of the fireplace flue, where the little who stockings hung all in a row. These stockings, he grinched, are the first thing to go. <laughs> if you need some new stockings, you could always choose Visa. <laughs> yes! So, nailed it. Point made. I love In two episodes, we made credit card jokes. That was good on us. Yep. We're all, all right. about that profit. So we're all in agreement that that's the one that needs to be made for yep. the CGI yep. one? Yep. Yes. Great. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, America, basically. <laughs> yeah, I actually, mean, when you guys want to start, you know, buying our ideas. Yeah, wait, no, wait, Sarah. You're welcome, world, because we have all these, like, Tom and oh, people yeah. in the UK and in Indonesia. Okay, well, I didn't realize this was going to be a, a worldwide release. But yeah, you're welcome, world. You know what? You're welcome, fucking universe, galaxy. Vote for Sarah. I see you, except galaxy. You, except you fucks in Alpha Centauri. You're not even a real galaxy yet. Oh, Brian. The Alpha Centauri jokes. <laughs> except you fucks in Alpha Centauri. Yeah, we got our eye on you. You love Alpha Centauri, don't you? I don't you even know what there? that is. I don't know anything about that. Is What's that Alpha a Star Centauri? Trek thing? No, it's not a Trek No, it's an, it's an astronomy thing. Ask yeah. Eric. It's um, it's a solar system actually. It's not even a galaxy. Oh, oh. it's our neighboring Whatever, solar system. Whatever, Brian. It's a place in space we'll never be. Cause fuck you. Because <laughs> after the Martian happened, I mean, God, man. All right, we are digressing. Yeah, shall we yes, get into but some I do feedback? <laughs> I do, Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> <laughs> Jermaine, it's Jermaine. You know what? I think that this what you said was Jermaine to the Grinch conversation. It was it wasn't Jermaine Tito. Jackson to the. It wasn't Tito, but it wasn't quite Latoya. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, Deja Vu? Did we make that joke? <laughs> yes, and it so, was a glorious joke. Was it good? It was good. So uh, let's <laughs> let's get into some listener yeah, feedback. I made it funny. Listener feedback. Yeah. <laughs> ha! I made the funny. <laughs> Cowabunga! Sorry. Hey, Dave. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. So who's pulling up the listener feedback? So I think oh, we, should, we should share a very special one that was sent specifically for Sarah. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we're going to play our first voicemail. <gasps> That's not on Oh, the God, thank God. I thought you were going to yes, play like an email that came in that was like, Sarah, I want to wear your skin as a suit. <laughs> Okay. So That's what I thought it was going to be, too. I hope not. Sarah, where are you? Buffalo Bill. I was calling for Sarah. <laughs> Put the lotion back in the back. Sarah, all over Christmas is more lotion. Would you? Would you? What did you me? expect, Ryan? This is... We get together, me. nothing... You guys, I'm really are unprecedented. It's our first Nerdonomy voicemail. Right, and sorry. I've never heard, I haven't heard it, so now oh, I'm actually wait, afraid. Wait, all right. Wait, I need people to stop wait, talking so I can play. Shut the fuck up! Wait. Was she a great big Shut the person? fuck up! <laughs> or I will end your call. Seriously. I will wow. end you. You know what? Call. <laughs> Brian, don't make threats. I'll just keep going. <laughs> See? See how I didn't do anything? Happy birthday to you. Oh. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Sarah. Happy birthday to you. And many more on just four and two on just two. And a big fat young Happy birthday, Sarah. This is Athena. Bye. That oh, was wow. very sweet. It's awesome to actually hear Athena's voice. God, yeah. Yeah. Athena, you are literally beautiful. Thank you, Athena. It was very sweet of you. Um, yes, that that did come in. Um, Around my birthday, right? Yeah. It came in. It came in uh, around your birthday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do we have any other listener feedback? Uh, none more that was in writing. Um, so if you guys want to give us some feedback, you can do that by calling us. Yeah. Yeah. We have a Skype voicemail number you can call us at now. In addition to, of course, our other channels for feedback, you can call us at area code 408-844-4946. And in the off chance that you are driving and can't write that down, you can find the phone number on our website if you go to nerdonomy.com, where you can also find another way to write to us. You can go to um, click that talk to us button and send us an email. You can also hit us up on Facebook. You can hit us up on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, But really, what we want you to do, I mean, we love hearing from you guys. It really is important. But the really most super duper important thing that you can do is tell your friends about us, give us a review on iTunes, uh, retweet, repost, shout it from the rooftops, uh, shout. try the, get your pilot's license, then take up sky riding, and then write about us in the air. <laughs> um, it seems That's really complicated, but I think it would work. Uh, so. It seems like a lot of money for not a lot of return. Based, honestly, based on what I've seen of sky riding, you don't need a license for a plane, just a broom. <laughs> <laughs> Surrender. Get your broom license. Nerdonomy. <laughs> Who's Nerdonomy? <laughs> the wizard will explain. <laughs> or write about it, put it in a time capsule, go to the future, and tell the aliens about us. Yep. So, uh, yeah, spread the word Roxy nerd like a bird turd. up. <laughs> make sure to, and also, make sure to tell your young daughter in the fifth dimension bookcase about Nerdonomy, too. Bazinga. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I have nothing else to say. Um, yeah, I, I do. Though I do want to say that if you if you got the time machine, <laughs> go back in time to 2000 and tell yourself not to think Cindy Lou who's super cute because you want to jerk off to her later on, <laughs> but you can't because you think of her as the child. Just go back and tell you not to watch the movie so you can jerk off to her now. Great life <laughs> advice from Sean Moriarty. Uh, it would be, I mean, I think we all we all mean this and. We want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Because <laughs> After that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I mean. Nothing says Merry Christmas like time traveling and jerking off. <laughs> oh, wow. Cindy Lou Who, nonetheless. Wow. Um, <laughs> time traveling and jerking off to Cindy Lou Who is the episode title. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, we do. Wow. Uh, guys, <laughs> that's, that's, I think, taking it a little bit too far. Uh, we do want you guys to have a happy and safe holiday, of course. And Try fast, take chances. <laughs> we will see you guys in 2016. <laughs> this is the last words on film for the year, if I'm not mistaken. That's crazy talk. <gasps> so I'll be excited. even skinnier. You guys. <laughs> yeah, true. It's been an awesome year podcasting with y'all. Yeah, Rox, you've been on the podcast for two years now. Can You're you our longest it? surviving <laughs> co-host. Oh my gosh. New Second record. longest. Yeah. I am pretty long. Because <laughs> I counts. lasted... 
Oh, that's true. Sean's still here. Yeah. Because it was just you that's three, fair. and then Dave decided to go on extended sabbatical or some uh, such nonsense. I, I have a disability. Well, Dave, I'm glad that you're here with us. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys allowing me to be a part of... Uh, you're always well, welcome at the table, Dave. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, you just have to I know, say... but it's like you guys have got like a great rapport, and like I want to like, you know... Fuck yeah, you! You're, you're part of that rapport. You're <laughs> hilarious. We <laughs> love having you. You're a part of us, really? Dave. Were you making John Gacy jokes earlier? No, that was... Dave! <laughs> Dave, you okay. live in us. <laughs> I, I I live in you. Well, I'm, okay, I'm, okay, okay. Let's wrap this up, you guys. Happy holidays, yeah, happy, happy holidays, New everybody. Year. And I don't want to leave. I don't want this year to be over. I know, I know. It is that time, nerd. So until we meet again, stay nerdy. Tune into our next exciting episode next year. Next year, same nerd time, same nerd channel, nerdonomy.com. Bye. See ya. I may be back Bye. next year. <laughs> Merry Christmas. and roll credits and now Famous movie quotes you should not say during sex. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. (laughs) (laughs) Done.